Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Mm, episode number. That was quite the pause. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> just chewing um, my sweets. Uh, episode seven, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. How exciting that we are yeah. actually Three away ma- from ten. Yeah, I was just about to say making moves towards number ten, but yeah, that's like that's a pretty big achievement in itself because that's what is that. Tomorrow that means tomorrow. this is the seventh week. No, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Next week will be two months. Two months until we yeah. have started or whatever. Nice. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Anything interesting to talk about besides the actual episode content today? Um, we, don't don't been... do, uh, we don't need to do no firework disclaimer this week, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've been up to anything. I feel like... Cause this is our this is our catch up like <laughs> this is our catch up um i don't necessarily think i've done anything predominantly exciting or riveting um cleaned my windows today but i already told you that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i don't think anything interesting has happened at all in my life or any <laughs> aspect of it um just like the same old stuff really yeah hmm. but let us not despair because we actually have something we want to talk about today yeah so I think it was literally like a week ago um I saw on one of our good friends stories she posted I want to say like an I'm just bait or oh one yeah, of one of those, yeah one of those like text things um and it said being a girl is so fucking expensive and then she'd like posted it to a story and she said, it really, it really isn't. These bitches just be looking fake. That's why, lol. <laughs> so I replied and I was like, no, but like, it is expensive to be a yeah. girl. We had a conversation about it. And then I sent it to you and I was like, actually, we should talk about this on the podcast. So here we are. Here we are. This- I'm quite excited to talk about this because um, when you first sent it to me, I think my reaction was a little bit like kind of what you said at the time, like, yeah, it is because of like X, Y, and Z and whatever. Mm. But she, but sorry, the girl, sorry, the girl's reaction was like, it's because she doesn't feel like she spends that much money on like, I don't know, self-care and stuff. But that's not like the extent of it, like being a girl, like that's not just it. Mm. And I think, it, yeah, there's so much we can talk about. Like, so we're going to do a deep dive. We are going to do We're going dive. scuba diving scuba into diving. this. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, like, I mean, the number one thing that came to my mind when I first saw it was like standards of beauty. Mm, yeah. Um, so like the essential variable standard of what it means yeah. to be attractive in today's like culture. Yeah, I mean, I think um, whoever's obviously written this, I assume was a tweet, and then it's obviously just been posted as like a text. Yeah. Written or wrote, written. Whoever, um, (laughs) whoever wrote, wrote, I don't know. Um, They, uh, I feel like they probably, you know, have their eyelashes done. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um, Maybe they get, 
waxes instead of just shaving i don't know um mm-hmm. maybe they get spray tans or they just fake yeah. tan um maybe they actually get their hair done every six to eight weeks like you're meant to <laughs> i try but that's not always possible <laughs> um, maybe they're like buying makeup and new clothes and skincare all the time yeah um which you know that's fine um i do some of those things yeah um but like i think what first came to my mind was like haircuts because mm. i don't know how much it costs for you but i'm paying anywhere from like 60 pounds upwards yeah i, like I 60 pounds have... is the bare minimum <laughs> i have like one of those things where i actually like going to more expensive places just mm. because i think the service is better with hair anyway yeah. like and that like that's not with everything I mean I don't I don't get like spray tans and things like that but I do spend money on tanner and even like pre-packaged packaged 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 oh my god packaged packaged that's the one (laughs) I think my tongue just almost fell to the floor I think both of us are just having a bit of (laughs) yeah I don't really know what's going on but um yeah like pre-packaged things still cost so much money like if you're not going to the salon or whatever like Mm-hmm. fake tan fake eyelashes as opposed to like eyelash extensions and um a sunbed or whatever still costs don't so do sunbeds i don't do sunbeds though but like no one should do sunbeds sunbeds are really bad well spray tans spray tans but yeah not- they, are, they are bad but like it's it i mean sun exposure itself is so bad like you should still wear sun cream when you're inside your own home because mm-hmm. that's how like bad it is for you yeah so like if people you have to think about it this way i know some beds are way worse not that i'm defending them but it's interesting that a lot of people that say don't do some beds are the same people that do not wear their spf on their hands face neck every single day you know what i mean like (laughs) um but yeah going back to what you just said about like the cost of just x y and z yeah the cost of products marketed towards women mm. is just generally more expensive. Are we talking like classic example razors? Yeah, razors, deodorant, but like everything. Like I can't remember what the statistic is, but it's something like seven percent. Like everything is always like seven percent upwards of seven percent more expensive for women mm-hmm. than it is. Like yeah. we essentially, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. Like it is. It's basically, and it all adds up. It does all add up. And considering the wage gap, you know, like we should be paying less <laughs> of anything. Um, and on top of that, we basically pay a gender tax. We pay that mm. 7% upwards of 7% for being a woman. Like mm. it's madness. And it's not even just, it's not even just adults, by the way. There's actually statistics that show that children's clothing, toys are more expensive than me- uh, little boys' clothes and toys. So it's not just, yeah, like I can't, I don't know what the facts and the figures are. I'm sure people can Google it if they're very curious. But like it is a statistic that does say they're more like women's toys, not women's, little girls' toys and clothes are more expensive. And we wonder why I'm just baits are putting out shit like this. (laughs) And it's relatable, obviously, if you're you're a woman. Um, I think, I just think in general, most girls would be like, hell yeah, it's expensive because- you know for example if you know when you go on that summer holiday and you do all these things before you go on the holiday how it 
all adds up. Like, I mean, I just get my nails done really before I go on holiday. And that still costs me because I'll get my hands and my feet. That's 50 pounds. Gone. <laughs> and then buying the buying the clothes. God knows how much money. Gone. I mean, yeah. Holiday prep is probably... And what do boys do before they go on holiday? Fresh trim. <laughs> yeah, fresh trim, which costs like no more than 15 pounds. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it doesn't cost them a thing. But she made the point because when I brought up the hair stuff, she said, but we as girls don't go as often to get our hair done. Boys will go. Yeah. Every. Boys will go at least every six weeks. And so, probably over the course of the year, hmm. um, they'll spend maybe more on hair than we would, you know? What's really interesting is, and it kind of links onto what you're saying about, like, you know, going less frequently but still paying the same price, is that. Price differences are due to business considerations mm. as opposed to manufacturing. And I know hair yeah. is a little bit different because that's a skill as opposed to a manufactured product. Unless you're getting extensions or whatever. Yeah. Um, women are generally more willing to pay, to pay the prices of these more expensive things. Like if a man, and I'm saying this loosely... Hmm. went to his uh, barber's and it was £60, he'd probably not be willing to pay that. Whereas yeah. a woman st- like would generally pay that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's not... Wait, so can you hear the ding? The what? Of me getting notifications? No. No, okay, good. Because I oh, don't know if it's coming through from a laptop or my earphone, so I don't know if it can be heard. And when you said that, I was like, what the fuck are you on about the ding? <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Um, okay, just wanted to check. No, I can't hear no ding-a-ling, ding-a-dong. Okay, ding cool. Or whatever. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Um, I've lost my chain of thought. But yeah, essentially what I'm saying is um, the price difference is not due to manufacturing or skills. Like, I'm sure people that... Oh, my God. I'm sure. <laughs> I uh, I didn't see your phone without your hand, so all I saw was you kind of like have a fit or like a spasm or something. I just yeah. wanted to check the time so we knew how long we were going for. Yeah, we always forget to do that. Every single time I get to the end of the sentence, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going like- to go for it was quarter two. Yeah, that sounds about, that sounds about right. Um, sorry you can continue (laughs) Um, yeah essentially what I was saying is the price difference is due to business considerations as opposed to manufacturing and it usually these business considerations is because on a a, like a general sum women are more inclined to pay like willing or inclined or whatever to pay more than men and that's Mm. probably something that's like deep rooted it's not but like I wonder why because I the only reason I would pay what I pay is because I, it's the cheapest I can find. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm, I myself am not willing to pay like a higher amount of money. Um, but also I feel like, you know, you always see kind of like, uh, I guess jokes and memes and stuff about guys being loyal to their barber. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm not loyal to a hairdresser. 
I'm loyal to, but are they loyal because the price is low enough that they're like, yeah, I can, like, I can pay this every few weeks. True. Like, I'm, I'm only loyal to my salon, and not, I'm not loyal to who I get it cut with. I'm just, yeah. I always go for like the lowest, like I never go for like a senior or like whatever. I always go for like, yeah. not like whoever's like trainee, whatever. The cheapest. Yeah, the cheapest. <laughs> um, but usually when you get a student cut, like I still get student cuts and typically like those are not done by the people that are more expensive. They're done by like the lower, the, not that I don't know what it means to be lower, but yeah, the people that go at a cheaper rate. But I just think the salon I go to, every time like i'm paying for their advice at the end of the day like these people the academy they train with they just know like everything like every time yeah. i go in and i say to them i want something different they've always just done whatever to my hair and i've loved it so mm. that's one of the reasons like i never had every that. time i've never had a problem with it are you sure that wasn't done but that was done by um oh is that somewhere else it's the same company, but that was at a training academy as like a model, so they can do uh, whatever they want to your hair. When I've paid, that was also free. When I've paid to have it done with the academy, I've loved the results. Okay. Um, and the only thing I have it can like there are some uh there's a local hairdresser around here who's independent, and the woman who owns that hairdresser trained at the academy that I get my hair done at. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been to her because she's really good. But some of these other hairdressers that I've been to in my area never liked my hair afterwards or like not yeah. liked it enough that I would have gone back ever. Like when yeah. I was younger, I used to go to a hairdresser once and then never again, usually, because I hated yeah. it. I mean, and- I'm still I'm still like that. I just, yeah. I'll look for a deal or, I mean, I just, I've, I went twice to like the same place in Newcastle, but mm. also we're also, also taking this as London prices, which are a lot more yeah. expensive than elsewhere because in Newcastle I think I paid maybe like 25 for my hair to be cut um I've paid like 12 pounds to get my nails done as well so it's like half the price yeah typically I would go like 15 pounds for nails obviously depending what you're getting done sorry I've got like yeah this was gel this was gel and here I pay 23 Jesus Christ I mean yeah, I mean, I've never got gel nails done because until this year, I didn't actually have nails. So <laughs> um, I would never <laughs> have been allowed. But now I can um, get them done. Maybe we should do that when lockdown's lifted because I paint mm-hmm. my nails once every week or two weeks and boy, do they chip like the varnish. <laughs> and That is one place I am, I guess, kind of loyal to is where is it, I get my nails done. Is it the one that you recommended me to go to that time? Yeah, well, I used to go to a different one, which Vic and Charlotte went to as well. Um, but it was only £3 cheaper. And I just feel like it's like the service. Are you talking about the is, one next in... to Punky Fish? Do you know that like Punky Fish shop? You know what? I punk... know that shop, but <laughs> I don't. Near, like near Boots, around the back of Boots. It's in those in those alleyways, yeah. Yeah, I think I know the one. Yeah, I I went there. It was it was nothing wrong with it, but then my mum goes to the one I recommended you to, um, oh. and the the guy who owns it, he's always like, "Oh, hello, how are you? How's your mum?" And he's so, like, "I thought the price was really good, and the nails were really good. Um, mm. I've actually been to a place in that same area that was shit. Like, yeah. I came home, 
and my nail I got acrylics done both times um and yeah. the nails were really bumpy and mm. the lady like kept coughing and this is pre obviously virus uh-huh. time but she kept coughing and like needing drinks and stuff she like that she was patient zero <laughs> probably um but yeah she was just she just seemed really unwell and um maybe because she was unwell she was like shaking and maybe not making them smit because she was like coughing so maybe there was like some jittering mm. and things like that basically like I was not happy with the nails but I was with my mum and my mum ended up like tipping her like oh. money even though I hated them so <laughs> like yeah there wasn't really much I could do and then I got home and I loved the color um in fact you probably saw them they were like just french nails but then they had like glitter in them and they, I'm sure they, I saw them. Yeah, 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 you probably did because we went out that Easter um, when I had them. Oh, it was then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the actual nails, like, when you looked closely, they were just not nice. Um, so, yeah, the place you recommended me was a lot better and a really good value for money. My only <laughs> qualm is that mm. when I... When I... So you pay before they paint them just because oh. you smudge your nails. Um, I don't. Oh, oh, because yours is like paint paint. Yeah, so like what I'll... I've never seen anyone else pay first. It was really it was busy. Awesome. So what they were doing was like... Well, I, I've never been there, but what happened was it was really busy. Um, And then everyone's... There was like a, like people on the benches waiting, or like chairs waiting. Mm-hmm. And then you'd go and get your nails um done. And then they'd ask for the money. And then they'd paint them with a colour and then put you over in the machine to dry. And then once you're dry, you go. Right. So it was like to mm-hmm. try and like speed it up. Not a problem. I've done that before. Where I've paid before. Um, getting them painted doesn't like my usual one near my uni. I um, have done that. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But then I just paid them the standard like fifteen pounds. I didn't tip because I didn't think it was like exceptional service. I wasn't like they were just standard. Like I've had yeah. better. And I just feel like he did a really shit job painting them because I didn't tip. No, like, I'm not mm-hmm. joking. Like. Obviously, they're not going to be able to see on the podcast, but he, like, had my finger and he was just like this. And there was, like, paint around yeah. the thumb. And, like, I'm just one of those people where I never really want to say anything. And yeah. especially because it was so busy. Um, and it was, like, they were literally closing in, like, 10 minutes. So I was like, you know what? Like, I just don't really care, to be honest. But I just thought, like, it's a bit of a dick move. Like, just because I'm not going to tip you, I'm still paying for the service and that service should have a standard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. you're paying. I mean, I've never had. I mean, I don't know if they were just doing it like that because they were so busy. Yeah, it's still just um, like, you know. I mean, I've never tipped and I still get. Yeah, them. I just think it was just a bit of like a dick move. And like, uh, clearly, like people go there for a reason. And if they did that on every, cl- like every client, they wouldn't have customers. So I just felt like it was a bit like intentional. Anyway. Mm. I, I mean, happy. I used to be like that as well. Like if. I got my nails done and then I like saw there's something wrong with it like I wouldn't say anything but now I'll like check them before they before I leave yeah like when before they do like the final coat of like mm. the clear yeah I do I get gel and then if sometimes there's like a like a lump or I guess the way I could describe it is like a hole I don't know yeah, how... I hate so that. then I'll be like can you just sort this out so then yeah. I have to like do it but I'm I've got to the point now where I'm like, I am paying you for this. Yeah, I um, so. I have had it once. Um, so the place near my uni that I uh, went to before, um, I've been there a couple of times. It's really good. And I always find that the actual nails, um, 
they just feel like glass like they feel incredible like after I've had acrylics done there and I don't yeah. some, like they don't feel thick like they feel like really um thin and like crystally I can't explain it anyway um I the only issue I have is that it's sometimes too far to travel to but anyway I had gone there and I had got my nails done and then I left and I looked down at my like what at my nail or um whatever and there was like an indentation in it and I feel mm. like it might have happened like if they weren't dry and I had like yeah. my bag or something and got like something out and it must have left like an indent um but I'd already left the shop so I had and then I, I was walking around um the like shopping center and I was like oh like I'm literally going on holiday tomorrow like my flight's tomorrow I'm get this is gonna bother me for the whole week so I have to go back so I went back and they fixed it like far, like straight away um yeah. and then I left and I came home and I was working the night shift at Sainsbury's at the time and I mm. went to work, and this is my own fault but yeah I went to work um obviously like I did physical like labor kind of job like always using it's my a hand. physical job yeah yeah and uh one of the na- like I, I always wear gloves I always used to wear gloves at work I don't work there anymore but um one of the nails like broke under the glove um oh. from opening a box and it, it broke so far down um and obviously I was going on holiday the next like the next day mm. and I was really upset so I had so I finished my shift at midnight went home went to bed and then like seven in the morning I called up the um place and because mm. it's like not where it's not where I, they said like oh it's broken like you can come in and get it fixed like obviously for free I was like that's fine I'll, I'll be on my way in the morning um and I had to get an uber <laughs> um, to, to the like salon so expensive <laughs> but like isn't this just so interesting going back to the point of women are willing to pay <laughs> because I was willing to pay for an uber to get one nail fixed yeah. from a specific salon like it, or a nail salon or whatever yeah. Um, but yeah <laughs> um I, I mean I'd like to get acrylics but I'm so I'm, glad I have I'm, I'm just not bad bitch enough um oh, to cope <laughs> I'm being honest I only used to get acrylics because I loved long nails. Like I've always loved long nails. Um, yeah. But obviously, like I used to bite my nails. Um. So I like every time I went to the shop, they just like wouldn't let me get gels because there would just be no point. <laughs> like there'd be nothing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, now I have long nails. I don't think I'd ever get acrylics. Like ever. Yeah. I mean, I also have the issue of wearing contacts because otherwise oh, I probably yeah. would. But when it gets to, I know, obviously, only you can see, but, like, do you see how, like, that's probably as long as I can go yeah, and then I'll have to, like, trim it. Because <laughs> yeah. there are there is ways to do it. Like, you, like, pinch with, like, the skin. Yeah. Like, like that. Or, you like, use your nail you... to get your contacts out. No, but, like, the way I do it is I use, like, my fingertips. Oh, okay. Um, And if the nail, I, don't, I mean, I yeah, don't, I was gonna I don't say, want to scratch my eye. <laughs> My sister has really long nails and obviously she started wearing contacts like last year, this year. I can't really yeah. remember. It depends uh, how you take them out. And obviously this is just the way I got used to it. And She definitely... Um, I remember when she started going to the optician to like get trained and how to take them out. The optician was like, cut your nails. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, she definitely like had them short at one point. But I think she's fine now. Like, I don't know how long they are, but they're pretty long. Uh, I'd say they're probably like the same as yours though. They're not like in the Guinness yeah. book of records, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean you can see how much they've like 
oh sorry not that finger you can see how much they've like grown out yeah I, I got them done that. how many weeks is that um I d- oh <laughs> long board over a month i think okay yeah that's pretty standard then like even this is from last week and already like i don't know if you can see that but there's like a tiny bit yeah yeah but well i was like do i get mine done before we go back into a lockdown because i was like it's been three and a bit weeks and i you would usually do them probably every four weeks yeah but i was like i just kind of can't be bothered yeah (laughs) so and also a few of my nails have broken recently from at work yeah um and they were just so short that i was like there's just no there's no point i mean the good thing is it's not like you're going anywhere that's true you know yeah but i saw this really interesting thing um Mm. Well, not that interesting, but it was a, <laughs> there's like a picture that circulates on the internet where it's like a, um, it's like an illustration of a, someone, like a woman holding a mask. Um, and then uh-huh. inside of the mask is like a full face and makeup, like transfer. So like, oh, it, yeah, blush and foundation. And then it had the caption, um, if anything, this just proves that we don't wear makeup for you. Like we wear it yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> That's like, I can't remember what I was going to say, but it's kind of like the nail thing. Like you'd still get them done for you. Like I don't paint my nails for boys, like, or other Oh yeah, for sure. I literally paint them because I don't like looking at the bare little naked nails. Um, Yeah. Or like no one else is going to see your face underneath the face mask, but yet you you still want to do liquid lipstick or whatever. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. One of the reasons I do like to have my nails painted is, so when I kind of first got my job at Waitrose um I don't think I did and then um I didn't wear gloves at the start and as I'm sure you're aware supermarkets are very dirty places they are very and so the amount of dirt I would have under my nails and I was like I I don't want to look at this like and I just is yeah like obviously I'd clean it but I can't clean it till like I'm home so what I have yeah. my lunch with dirty nails and I know they're still dirty now but I can't see it and I wear gloves now so yeah I um I've worn gloves for ages and I wore gloves to protect my nails from like chipping and mm-hmm. because yeah. just your hands in general like you'll get like calluses and oh I used to get so many cuts on my hands as well from like the yeah. cardboard it's horrible I do I do not miss that element of like that kind of work um my hands were like butchered um Mm. they looked like a piece of meat that had been sliced up ready for christmas dinner um they just did not look nice (laughs) um but yeah i mean i suppose this is the joys of beauty (laughs) but also the burden and oppression of beauty (laughs) let me go back and see what um else she said because she had like I mean it's just really interesting though isn't it like you know the reduction so in appearance of based pressure whatever yeah so she was like um I barely get my nails done I don't pay much my hair no hair extensions I don't get my eyelashes or eyebrows done no lip filler no fake tan or sunbeds and I don't order new outfits every time I go out 
So I suppose you kind of touched upon like the nail situation. And then she said, um, girls choose to spend more on the way they look, like no one is telling them to. And then that's when I said, wow. Well, as we said right at the beginning of the episode, there is an underlying standard of beauty that is enforced within our culture and society. And it's so interesting because even though we're working from home, experiencing the delight of attending meetings in our jogging bottoms <laughs> and all of that good stuff, less mascara, apparently women mm. have still faced um, sexism and like new ways for insidious uh, like sexism online basically like from online uh meetings yeah so for example there was this thing in the i think it was like in bbc news or something like that and it was just basically saying that there was like some kind of statistic saying that lots of women had been um told to wear more makeup on conference calls like from home or to like dress more like not provocatively but essentially just like less slobby Mm-hmm. and i can't remember what the figures was you can find the article on bbc but um yeah basically even from working in home when you would feel like this like oppressive sexist state is not enforced yeah. as much it still is we've still found a way from working from home to reinforce these beauty ideals of what women should or shouldn't look like obviously this is with regard to the workplace but yeah you know just as an example of vix uh <laughs> I mean, you can say her name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I literally clasped my hand over my mouth when I said that. Um, I mean, I don't think she cares that much. She literally put it on her stories. Yeah. Okay. Well, what our friend said about uh, uh, women, girls don't choose to look that way. Hmm. It's true. Often or not, we don't. I'm obviously speaking with regard to like beauty standards but we're enforced to like we're expected to and because of that there's this like underlying want to because you want to not be doing well at work or feel like you're becoming a victim of criticism or like whatever you know like there's so many underlying reasons why people for example get lip fillers like just look at the evolution of lip fillers within the last couple of years um Mm. and like so many boys heterosexual males will literally be like her lips are thin or like where's her upper top lip or like you know and even girls even girls will say that to other people so i mean like (laughs) you can't win it's all it all kind of like i guess you can look at it in one way from like the beauty industry and the way that you see you'll see like an advert for like I don't yeah. know, Maybelline and you'll see uh, I don't know who's affiliated what who what models are affiliated with what brands but let's say you have like Kendall Jenner at the face of a whatever how much plastic surgery has she had but they're yeah. gonna make it seem like their lip product has given her these luscious lips which they haven't because she's had lip filler and we wonder why this idea of women willing to pay more because women think that if they pay that bit more they're gonna get these lips or 
these but eyelashes. Also, they might be like, oh, if I contour my nose like this, but she's had a nose job. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Or like the fox eye trend is cultural appropriation. I don't think I've said that right with regard to the tense I'm trying to use, but cultural appropriationist it is. Uh, there we are. <laughs> um, you know, like it, it still is this idea of like, you know, they people saying like, oh, this mascara will give you that like fox eye or hmm. line flick or I don't know, X, Y, and Z. But I saw, I want to say a TikTok or I saw it on Instagram, but I think it was a TikTok, but it was like how to do eyeshadow or eyeliner to give you the look of a fox eye yeah or something like that yeah that's like a really big thing in fact i can one-up you on that i saw a video on tiktok at (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, i've obviously got someone else's tongue in my mouth again (laughs) the amount of well between that we both made today um let me start that from the top i saw this tiktok yesterday from the top <laughs> from the tick from the talk anyway um yeah i saw this thing yesterday that was like how to uh, fake a f- uh, fox flick or fox eye or whatever yeah, and yeah. um essentially what this girl did is she had false eyelashes um and she cut the false eyelashes so it was just like a little square like not a square but right. you know what i mean like um a very short part maybe like four little eyelashes kind of you know Mm -hmm. how they're like individual um or they come in those little like dot individual bits anyway so she had like a row of four obviously all connected and she put it basically where you put winged eyeliner um just kind of like yeah so she stuck the actual eyelashes where you would just on her yeah like on her skin kind of like here uh, at, at the top of where you would do um yeah Winged eyelash as opposed to like connecting. Where the flick is. Yeah, like where the top of it is. So like from here, yeah. as if you were connecting a line, but then putting the lashes on. And mm. then with a, a, a liner, liquid liner, she like drew from the outer uh, corner of her eye, following on from her lower lash line, and like connected yeah, yeah. it into a point with where the eyelash end kind of meets. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, she achieved that thing. And I just thought like, firstly, the effort secondly oh, if no. people come really close to you surely they're gonna see the like <laughs> that yeah. is your skin like, that's the thing when people like overline their lips and it looks fine on camera yeah i'm like but if in person does it not look funny especially like, when- if i were to overline my lips i think it would be so yeah weird and obvious i just feel like yeah even when i even when i wear lip liner the extent of um the extent that i feel like i can do is literally just drawing on the very outer you know like the only thing i've done is yeah. like kind of where that shadow is at the bottom of the Contour. L- lower lip Contour. and i've just added like a tiny bit of well, yeah I, not contour always, but like the I, lip liner this is a life <laughs> hack from me i always put contour underneath my um like this part can you see like the shadow there I yeah. always put contour there because it makes your lip, bottom lip plump. And I always put it on my Cupid's bow. I know a lot of people do highlight, but I actually put bronzer there or yeah. contour. And then I put highlight. That's a hack. Mm. That's a free hack that you're not going to have to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. But like, I feel like even when I've done that, 
It looks when I I feel like when I line my actual lips, it looks it just doesn't look right. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but it doesn't. You are. I feel like I need to teach you because I I do. I mean, I wear lip liner every time I wear lipstick. So I mean, well, not every time, but like I'm just more of a gloss girl. I prefer a gloss. Really, I Mm. do not own a lip gloss. Um, I used to hate it when I was younger because I hated sticky lips but mm-hmm. i feel like lip glosses have evolved to like not be nasty and sticky yeah. and whatever so i think i just haven't found the right one and you actually had a lips lip gloss that we all used to use every time we went out when we were in like college maybe it was another friend but someone had like a lip gloss that we she just used to all wear <laughs> i i think it was her i don't think it was me oh okay but yeah that was nice <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> Maybe it, it happens. Yeah. It's always you who slips up though. It's always me that slips up and I don't know why I do it. I just think I forget sometimes. I get carried away. <laughs> mm. Um but yeah. Um maybe I'll teach you how to do the old lip Maybe liner. maybe you can. Maybe you we'll can. do a tutorial. Not, I'll do I can't a, say I'm that bothered to be honest. A master class. Yeah, I I mean, I was also, the other day I was like looking and I was like, if I did have like lip filler in my top lip, it's going to look like that. <laughs> like it wouldn't actually look like that, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, I mean, it's hard to know, isn't it? But like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what I would look like. I, I just think, um, who is that? Oh, so Molly May he was on okay. a lot of people have got their lip filler dissolved recently yeah like she's one of them and i don't know why but like her lips still look really big well lip filler stretches them as well oh okay yeah her honestly i don't notice i notice a difference in her upper lip but i don't notice any different in a difference in her bottom lip it looks the exact mm. same to me do, do um, people i mean do a lot of people get I feel like it's mainly the top lip and I feel like maybe it's the top lip that's noticeable because I feel like all, I have quite a lot of friends that have, have lip filler um there's like five I can think of mm. um and each one of those have had it in their bottom lip as well as their top lip oh I don't know then yeah they I mean yeah I have I feel like I have quite a few friends that you know the issue I have with it is when it starts to clump or like clot or whatever yeah. and you get those like bumps just kind of like here well it also can migrate into like this bit of like the yeah. skin um this girl i know she she had to get it dissolved because it was like that so when she would like move she would have like i don't know how to describe oh it but God. like a lump so she's got it all dissolved and then she's got like a tiny bit put back in into her actual lips hmm into the actual lips as opposed to into the actual lips. because well she's obviously she's got it put into the lips but obviously over time yeah because aren't you meant to dissolve it every so often anyway i think so yeah you can't just keep adding i think a lot of people just keep adding and adding and yeah adding obviously because it does go down but I, and then they get carried away and then yeah. they're like and the thing is, I don't have a problem with any cosmetic augmentation. Oh, yeah, you do you, do you, isn't it? Yeah, in fact, a lot of people do get them for, like, not co- not 
obviously cosmetic reasons but like little things like for example with my lip um i noticed that this lip isn't as like um not lip sorry this side of my lip on this side i feel like isn't as like defined maybe as this Mm. line like the actual lip i was speaking to my friend who has lip filler and she was like oh if you actually went to um like a lip lip clinic or whatever it's called um they in like literally the tiniest amount to just make it more like symmetrical Mm. and i know someone that's like brother had like um filler put in his nose to like get the shape a bit more like to their like desired effect or whatever um so like little things like that like you don't have to i think sometimes it's just like a confidence thing isn't it but sometimes the the when when it's extreme it's just a bit like hmm yeah and i think obviously if we're going down the route of cosmetic changes um there's uh obviously I've never had anything done but um I know people who have and they've and like people from YouTube and they've basically been like I think obviously a lot of people will do something because it's like an insecurity so like people get a boob job because they're insecure about their boobs but then you're even though you've still changed it you still have those insecurities so you've changed the way you look but you're still insecure about it so it's until you can like mentally kind of get over it Mm. that it's not so much of an insecurity anymore then yeah that's actually saying it's like something um I don't know the word but like then it's like something you can do and consider but like if you're just doing it because like you just want to change the way you look but you're still insecure about it and I think you know Megan from Love Island Mm. um she's had a lot of work done and I think even she's been like I was so insecure and she still is and she's you know pretty good looking yeah she is she is I remember when she came on Love Island I was thinking like there's no way (laughs) you know I I could take your man if I want to (laughs) that is her because she is just a top tier I also didn't even think she had a lot of surgery when I first saw her other other than other than like lip filler yeah I just would have never guessed um I don't yeah. know was like- and then I think when she was on the show a picture of her came out from like yeah years before and you know her hair was completely different I think her nose was completely different mm-hmm. her teeth yeah uh, I think she's had her boobs done I think I do god knows what else but yeah crazy but yeah I feel like it's just a new it's like a cultural thing now like it's so I mean, just like I say, the amount of friends I have that have had like lip filler or uh, cheek yeah. filler, jaw filler, or just, I don't really know anyone that's had like anything other than filler because filler can be taken out. Whereas obviously if you get like a nose job, unless yeah. you get a nose job, like you're not going to be able to get it back to how it was. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't really know that many people that at our age that have had like completely like life altering, not life altering, but like you know cannot go back to how they used to look mm. surgery um besides people yeah. that have some medical reasons um and things like that i'm talking about like your classic there's like a motorbike going past it's really loud <laughs> um, i'm talking about just like your classic like boob job or something like that and then the people i do know who have considered it and stuff like that have had very like interesting reasons um yeah. which are like yeah just very like I can kind of see maybe why they'd want them done or like whatever 
and things like that but yeah and I think it's like a whole it's a cycle because you know like these like I guess like celebrities influencers whatever they'll all get work done they'll all you know they'll have uh what's it a bbl or they'll have a boob job they'll get their lips done they'll have hair they'll be like essentially and i'm not saying everyone is but like or they'll have like cheek or jaw filler or whatever Mm. to have this like look of a face and then they'll go and promote yeah x y and z then me and you buy it yeah thinking oh now we'll look like them and it's just this whole cycle because all of these are trends do you not remember in like you know when you watch all those like films and tv shows from like the 90s and like the early 2000 <laughs> <laughs> um and it was like does my bum look big in this and you didn't want it to but now yeah. does my bum look big in this and now you want it to i don't you know? think we'll ever go back to a society where like a big bum isn't desirable though because the only reason why I say it is because wide hips I don't know if you've ever read Chaucer's Wife of Bath or like anything like that any of these like old literature books like childbearing hips is something that's seen as well in the classic like boy meets girl but that's wide hips that's not a big bum but you, know what I'm, but you know what I'm saying like a bit like I just think all of that kind of stuff like wide hips big bum I feel like that's not going to go away like mm. now it isn't um but it's really interesting because boobs like boob size is something really crazy like back in the day I bet bigger a bigger chest was probably more desirable but now like a lot of people actually do prefer like smaller boobs yeah well um, I mean if you look back I, I don't know what era it was but like the whole like Marilyn Monroe yeah there was an era where being like a size 14 or 16 was Mm -hmm. like that was desirable yeah and then look at the 90s being a size zero was desirable and it's got like trend so I don't know if it is going to change again because imagine all these people have got all this work done to look a certain way that's like Mm -hmm. the Kim Kardashian aesthetic that is now and then in 10 years time we go back to everyone everyone wanting to look like a stick mm. and then everyone's had all this work done yeah Do you know what i mean well i mean this is why plastic surgery is a great job to be in because everything is always changing trend wise um mm. but yeah i feel like in terms of fit, like body shape i feel like just a more like not just a more like toned body is like what's des- what would be considered desirable do you know what i mean like yeah I feel like that was something that's been very just with the um trend of like wellness not so much wellness but fitness trend I feel like that we saw the fitness trend literally happen when we were in like college and like it's Mm. still trending in fact it's probably blown up a lot more now than it had back then with like the launch of well not the launch of but with things like Gymshark actually being established um and all of these other brands that have like followed through with their same like ethos and all of that kind of stuff like that was something i mean just look at what happened um with gymshark the other day not the other day the, a couple of months ago a month ago or whatever when they like had to rebrand because they were not inclusive because they were like promoting a type of body yeah that would be and i'm saying this all very like loosely but 
you know at the time like that would have been like trendy yeah like beauty standards or whatever um but yeah they've now like they're now more inclusive or at least striving to be more inclusive yeah and i guess to kind of bring this i guess kind of full circle um i feel like as women we are targeted and marketed towards with all these products like think you know in the first lockdown how many skincare things you were like oh I need this and I need this and I want to do this to my skin I'm gonna do this and I tell you I bought stuff has my skin changed Mm -mm. (laughs) like my skin's probably got worse with the whole mask situation um like don't get me wrong I like some stuff and I've tried stuff and I've used it like I've nearly finished things but Mm. has it made a difference to my skin I don't think so compared to what I was using before so when it runs out I'm not rebuying it do you know what I mean and everyone's skin is different so things work for different people but let me tell you these boys wash their skin with water and how smooth are their faces (laughs) true and boys um this is actually something I, I can't remember if we spoke about this or who I, I I talk about this with everyone because when I found out this information, I was shocked. But boys do not use lip balm. Um, or like some boys do. Who? <laughs> some do. I'm not joking. When I have been with, well, no, that's actually but that's not, that's just crusty behaviour. No, you're right. Some boys do because I was in a lecture the other day. And my guy, like one of my guy best friends or whatever, um, was literally behind me and he was like, can I borrow your lip balm? And I thought, are you joking? We're literally in a pandemic. (laughs) Um, But like, no, they do. But like, I have this theory that like, and the only reason I say this because I was like addicted to lip balm. (laughs) I still am. but My strange addiction. Yeah, basically. And like, I'm now known for it because it was so bad. Like, um, but yeah like I have a feeling that the stuff in these products is actually addictive like as in it dries your lips out which encourages you isn't to... that proven about yeah like Vaseline yeah. is the one thing that like dries your lips out and like it's why you keep going back in the tub um I yeah. now use this one <laughs> product basement because it's all natural um well, only I can see it so but yeah uh <laughs> essentially the reason why boys probably don't need to use lip balm is because they're not they're not um kissing oh, anyone what's the word no oh my god that's not what i was gonna <laughs> say they're not like targeted they're not marketed at like it's not marketed yeah. at boys whereas girls is like you know luscious smooth whatever lips but boy mm. but naturally your lips sh- should be like that anyway yeah and when you do use lip balm t- traditionally it should be used as a treatment for like chapped lips but your lips shouldn't yeah. be chapped every single damn day of your life whereas i feel like if i don't use lip balm now my lips would be chapped because we've like mm. trained our body to need it yeah. It's like washing your hair. Your hair is self-cleaning, but we've got all of these shampoos that we're told we need for X, Y, and Z. It's like how can men is hair is hair, right? But men can have a five in one and they can wash their body with it. But I have a million different products in the bathroom. Exactly. Before, all... after, during the shower. It that is it. It's it's literally all just to do with like women. Are just made to be the consumer mm. to make men's life easier. No, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true, but um, yeah. So to to conclude that statement, 
it is expensive being a woman, but it's not, it's not subjective to, well, it is slightly subjective, but it's not because we want our nails done, our eyelashes done. That's just extras. It is the bottom line of, I need to use deodorant because I sweat. It is, yeah. I need to use sanitary towels because I'm, a, because I have a menstrual cycle. Yeah. Or I prefer to shave my legs because that's a personal preference. Yeah. Shit, my raise is 14 pounds compared to a one pound men's <laughs> shitty Bix razor or whatever they pack use. Pack of 10. Pack, pack of 10. Of 10. <laughs> um, but yeah, t- apparently like women should just use men's razors. Like there's, in fact, apparently yeah. they're better for like safeguard, like not safeguarding. I feel like that's what they do in schools, but like guarding on the razors and stuff like that. But, I mean, not- I've I've heard this as well. I've heard it so many times and I have bought men's razors, but I've only bought the disposable ones. So I yeah. wonder if they mean the ones where you change the blades the thing is about that um so i there but i I just i don't even know where to begin if i were to buy one true true not an electric one i wouldn't use that on my like oh god no something um but yeah with the razors like i actually when i was younger i always used to cut myself shaving my legs like all the time um and i'd get these monstrous scars in fact i've probably still got like they're probably really faded now but if you looked really close, I bet you would be able to see them of just like where I've taken chunks of skin like out of my leg. Um, so I always had to use like, um, you know, like Venus sensitive yeah. razors and stuff like that. And that was good. But now I've actually just gone back to using like, I'll literally just buy Bic razors, the pack of like 12 or seven or whatever it is. Um, firstly, because the shave is so close that I feel like when yeah. I use them, I don't have to shave like literally for a week um well not a week but do you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah no I feel like I want I wish I will shave my leg the day before holiday I get on the holiday oh, yeah. and I need to shave again <laughs> it's so annoying like, I, I can where did I go um I don't even remember but I literally shaved the evening we flew in <laughs> the morning come the next evening I was prickly on my legs yeah, and I was I like find... what's the point what is the point and for me like and this, this goes back to like the whole tanning situation. Like I find that when I haven't used fake, like fake tan or whatever, or if I don't have a natural tan, when my hair grows in, because it's dark, like I have brown hair. So, you know, yeah, hair is obviously like not going to go And that's also different because obviously not like... both me and you have dark hair, but Vic, for example, when we went to yeah. Zanti, she, I don't, I don't think she shaved her legs until halfway through the trip. Yeah. But she's blonde. She's my sister you can't like, see the hair yeah like my sister is another one she has like the f- like not fluffiest but my hair's quite like not wiry but my like leg hair mm. for example doesn't feel nice to touch like it feels prickly like a porcupine like it, yeah. and it doesn't, like, it doesn't it's, feel like you're stroking a cat yeah it just and my sister her leg hair is just like as if it's been conditioned by the gods like it and it's blonde like it's blonde like yeah my sister's hair's not naturally blonde but she was born blonde so her when yeah. her body hair didn't go dark or like <laughs> i mean her leg hair did <laughs> yeah um so yeah i just it's just annoying isn't it like when you when you choose to shave you still have to go through this whole like 12 pound razor like 12 pound razor head not even for a whole razor and let's not even get into fashion. I mean, it's really interesting because women's clothing is typically more expensive because it's made from more than one material. 
mm-hmm. just not, just like as a rule of thumb um whereas boys clothing let's just say it's like a cotton t-shirt like the whole t-shirt's made out of cotton whereas yeah. like i don't know a women's jumper is like half pleather no i don't know mm-hmm. half something else <laughs> yeah pleather. <laughs> um so yeah that's actually like apparently that's like a thing why women's clothing tends to be more expensive but even so like women get painted as these like shopaholics who spend all the money and that's why things seem more expensive but i'm not joking the cost of like boxes compared to lingerie or like mm. or whatever is just ridiculous like the other day i bought like, seven pairs of underwear do you know how much it cost me 21 pound 21 pound for just basic seven underwear where from Okay, it's from Bow Avenue, but I don't want to buy shit underwear. Underwear are basic. I think I don't think that's that expensive. That's not that expensive. That's I quite bad. That's like three pound sixty per pant. Men pay like one pound for a box. What men do you know? They don't lip balm and <laughs> they pay <laughs> one pound for underwear. I don't know, but men. Stuff not- I, we clearly know different men. <laughs> um, men's just stuff doesn't seem that expensive. Like. I'm sorry, but if I just want some like VLP underwear, I don't expect to pay £21 for them. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, <clears throat> for example, if I want to buy a set of underwear, somewhere like Lounge has such nice underwear, but why am I paying £50 yeah. for a set? But it's nice, it's comfortable. Yeah. I feel nice when I wear it, Yeah. but it's £50. I mean, I definitely know the struggle of that one. Um, it's the branding. I feel like it's to do with the branding of it. Yeah. Think how like uh, much branding and all the influences that get gifted with it, and then you mm. want it because you know if it didn't say the True. word lounge on it, would you even buy it? Well, I mean, no, you wouldn't. It's pretty. If, if it was sold somewhere else did, under a different brand name and it was cheaper, I'd buy it. Really? I like their stuff, yeah. Okay. So, for example, their classic pink, blue, no, not blue, grey, black, red. The triangle one. Yeah. Yeah. That is sold everywhere. Yeah. Like, that is, that is a standard Joe well, can you tell me where because i need to buy some underwear i don't know like like it's probably i mean i'm not going to use primark because they're like not sustainable but no is lounge so yeah i buy a lot of stuff from primark but it's okay primark not... probably has a very similar style um let's say the band is just not as big or whatever mm. I, like for example i bought my sister um a blue like calvin klein uh bralette and uh, knicker set for christmas last year mm-hmm. um and yeah, I got it in the Calvin Klein store and it didn't Wait, even did you call it bralette? Bralette, bralette, bralette. How do you say it? Bralette. I, I think I said bralette. <laughs> you said bralette. Is that not what it's called? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm asking. It's like a gilet, right? <laughs> oh. Like a, was like this a... you? I had this. De- I've had a debate. Was it with you? It that was we had because this I know a guy who's sending. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when we were drunk oh, we, we were going around it. asking everyone <laughs> we are is it a gilet or a, i thought it was like a bralette but maybe i'm i thought it was a bralette but there's two spellings there's two spellings so maybe you're right and one of them's bralette and one of them's bralette we'll have to figure this out leave in the comments below 
um but yeah like a bralette bralette whatever the fuck you want to call it um i brought uh, yeah i brought her one and it's branded um but it didn't cost me 50 pounds you know like mm. it's it, i mean it probably cost me like 40 and whatever but what's so interesting is calvin klein is like an established designer lounge mm. is just an underwear company yeah i mean like it's it's just interesting but it's because influencers market things in a really interesting way Mm. what is uh slav john's or whatever his name is zizek's theory on consumerist culture oh god don't even it's like consumerism (laughs) and capital capitalism consumerism culture or whatever it is and this whole idea of like um advertisements instilling us a want of things we don't need but feel we must have or something like that i'm gonna find a quote i wrote down yesterday (laughs) (laughs) well this is from my dissertation so this is why this is rolling off my tongue um yep 1990 1989 if you want the actual reference uh zizek but um yeah like advertisements instilling us a, a want of things we we don't we uh we don't need but we we want or something like that and um that's basically what influencers do you know we see stuff and we think fuck mm. i need that or like I well want, I this want quote that. kind of comes into it <clears throat> well it's not a quote there's no quotation mark so i think it's my lecturers so okay um but it says in capitalism everything becomes a commodity and in our mediated advertising and image saturated everyday lives commodities have become images and symbols reality has been replaced by a commoditized set of images wow yeah it's pretty heavy stuff if you think about it yeah compared to our stories also as well about <laughs> and now we're talking about this week and last week i swear like we're our podcast is taking a turn you know i mean we've really we've gone for some academic references do we need to put a bibliography in our episode description yeah, <laughs> that will be coming in uh page number citations um god wow who knows maybe someone will um use us in their dissertation and they'll say you um, can reference the podcast that's what i'm saying and what they'll say is they'll be like zizek referenced in the ramble podcast 2020 because that's (laughs) like when you find a reference of something in a in in, in another reference and yeah yeah. so and so cited in so and so yeah you can cite you can uh yeah look you come here you get (laughs) academic tips exactly so you know all you people worrying that you don't learn anything from these podcasts there you go served on a silver platter um but i mean it it is all it does all come kind of it is just a massive this is very much you could do a whole dissertation on this topic honestly could it's been done it part of my dissertation i'm actually looking at consumerism culture capitalism but i'm looking at it with regard to drug culture so how drugs Mm. have become commercialized which really interestingly um taking drugs is a form of consumption uh like yeah what is consumption but i'm but like with regard to like advertisements mm. things like that you see you see those like spoons the like cat spoons or whatever yeah. <laughs> um you see scrunchies that you can store baggies in like ravers mm. become commercialized it's a whole nother topic but kind of links into we can we can delve into 
this and like the whole influencer stuff in another episode honestly <laughs> the amount of things there is to say on this topic are is is endless but mm. you know youth culture especially are, are the are the primary receivers of this enforced kind of advertisement that's just compl- like it's it just surrounds us yeah and we're targeting and they start young they do they start, start young. young i just miss the days when <laughs> you know it wasn't a thing <laughs> mm. and it's just like everywhere i mean <sighs> I can't speak from a boy's perspective because yeah. to confirm, I am a female. I am she, her. Was it? I am cisgendered. Is that correct? my pronoun? My pronouns are her, she, and I can't. I think her, she, like the chocolate. Her, she is. Yeah, no, but yeah, that is always good to clear up. Yeah, but yeah, go on. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I I can't speak from a male perspective, but I just feel like maybe I. I've, I don't know they, I feel like they I, I don't know I don't know what I was going to say <laughs> but now um I also kind of bring it back to fashion I feel like say you know in films and stuff there's this whole and like tv show and like sex and the city for example they yeah. go and spend like how much money on shoes and they've all got shoes and I feel like I don't know about you but I don't have that many shoes but I do I feel like I hide them in my closet so it doesn't look <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of guys and I feel like guys especially they'll go and they'll wait outside the Nike shop for the latest yeah. drop of so I, I I do think it it can kind of go both ways and I'm not saying being a man is not expensive yeah because if if you want to take it down that route if you're dating someone they probably do spend a bit more money than you do overall I mean, but let's not go into that today. Men are pretty materialistic too. Mm. So, I mean, it's like you say, it's not that women spend more because they're more materialistic. It is literally due of marketing, pricing, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not to do with men. Like you say, men, we see men standing outside X, Y, and Z. If you like trainers, you're going to go wait for the new trainers. Um, video games for example like mm. not saying that's gendered because that's obviously not what i'm saying at all but just as an example like i see a lot of boys gagging literally gagging over <laughs> <laughs> i don't know xbox or ps3 or whatever it is um it's probably not a ps3 it's like ps5 or something i think it is ps5 <laughs> but yeah you know what i mean so like definitely not because men don't enjoy buying things for themselves because that is just not the case um yeah and also if you think about um for example watches i feel like a man's more likely to spend more on a watch than a woman is that is true i feel like obviously you can wear whatever damn watch you want just because Mm. it's categorizes a man's watch doesn't mean say you ca- cannot wear that but typically there's not actually a lot of uh i'm speaking of things like rolex um mm-hmm. the price of a men's rolex is a lot more than a women's rolex like mm. obviously that has a lot to do with uh, how much diamonds and stuff is in it and typically the watch is bigger so it's going to be more expensive on a man because <laughs> typically yes men probably have a bigger circumference of a wrist than a woman does so you're yeah. paying more for that gold or like 
whatever material yeah. that it is made out of. But yeah, like a lot of these places, the, the, the value of the watch isn't because it's for a man. It's because it's got this much more material on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a woman's bikini that oh. is literally like, you know, centimeters, inches big, still will set you back like 80 pounds, let's say, for like a, just a pretty, like not high end, but do you know what I mean? Like a good one. That O Poly bikini that we, the one with like the clear straps and the. Oh, neon. yeah, yeah. I actually stained mine yellow by accident. The clear oh, straps dear. got like sun cream. Oh, <laughs> my, my clear straps have black on them. Yeah, and um, I can't clean them. It's disgusting. It looks like a mouldy strap. But so. that bikini is at least 50-something. Yeah, it's like 40. And, and I'm not being funny. There are three three, three triangles. <laughs> yeah, I I actually feel really... Yeah, when I think about... And they're like, small triangles. <laughs> they are really small triangles. I mean, really flattering. Um, but yeah, that it is ridiculous. When I, I remember... <laughs> When I showed my mum, she was just like, what are you actually paying for here? Yeah. Like, I can make you that out of a tea towel <laughs> if you really want. Like, um, yeah. And the thing is, I brought another bikini, uh, a swimsuit yeah. from Opoly. Uh, it's actually really nice. I've never worn it, which is a shame because every holiday I've been on, I've just it's just not the kind you want to tan in. So, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, it's more like fashionable, if anything. But anyway. My point is still my point. It's way more material. Costs like fifty pounds or fifty-five pounds. Yeah, I can still justify spending that much on it compared to the weird triangle bikini. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that triangle bikini. I just think, what the hell? But I love it, and I'm, yeah. you know, like it is a really good bikini for like. I mean, I don't know about you, but I brought it because I didn't want. I don't really like tan lines. Um, like strap yeah, lines that's that's why i bought I like tan lines like in places that i think they look really nice on my body but i don't want like strap lines because i don't always wear the same kind of tops yeah so that's why i brought it and i could have brought one off like literally probably like primark or like boohoo or something like that but i just it goes with this idea of like it's so heavily uh marketed and mm promoted by influencers and that's probably why we're so like oh let's get this one as opposed to the one that costs half the price yeah i mean and sometimes i mean sometimes the quality of it can differ yeah definitely but But having said that my bikini top broke twice (laughs) i ordered it i wore it what I think it was the first time I wore it it broke and I messaged them then they sent me a replacement that one also broke after like two wash two wears and then um I ordered another one and that one so far has been fine (laughs) in fact I think I haven't worn it and I I bought the bikini in a different color and I've just worn the different color that's why it hasn't broken yeah (laughs) because I haven't worn it because it's literally been preserved like a mummy but um yeah wait till next summer I'm sure it'll break (laughs) (laughs) but then you wore it in Ibiza and it was it it held up yeah very well it did hold up very well and everyone always says I I mean without sounding crude every time I wear that bikini everyone always says wow I didn't realize your boobs are so big and I think well yeah you know humble (laughs) no (laughs) my boobs aren't that big but like it is wham what it does it's like a it is literally like getting a boob job or like a boob lift wearing that Mm -hmm. bikini 
and that's what I'm paying for. I'm paying for the the, <laughs> the temporary <laughs> lift. Um, I had no complaints wearing it. <laughs> oh. It's also because the triangles are so small; it makes the rest of it just look bigger. Yeah, like I'm. Yeah, I I I'm very happy with the bikini, but the price. When I dwell on it too much, I just think you're an idiot, Chloe. And how many times have yeah. you worn it? Probably five. Mm. So it's not even something that I'm. You know, it's not like a watch where I'm wearing it every day or like often. <laughs> mm. But yeah. when I do get to wear it, maybe uh maybe that maybe maybe it will make up for lost time. <laughs> I don't know. Um I feel like we've probably dived out. It has it, it's been just it, over an hour. It has yeah. been I think we I think we're ready to wrap up, to be honest. We've got our pearls. Yeah scuba dive and we're ready to <laughs> wrap it up yeah i mean we could honestly talk about this for a... i feel like it's a very interesting being women i think we it's is interesting to talk about because we've physically faced the yeah. of this excessive marketing and whatever we'll definitely come back to it in another episode mm-hmm. even if that is just talking about like you say influencers or marketing yeah. techniques that we get lured in with mm. um or just the basic gen- and this is also something we both kind of study yeah pretty essentially yeah marketing. like we both came out with the academic quotes because we we study this yeah this rolls off the tongue like I don't know what was off the tongue. So like, I'm not being funny. I could probably write an essay about this for one of my yeah. lessons that I'm doing at the moment. I mean, I could act, I could choose to write an uh, an essay about this. In fact, like I said, I am touching upon it with regard mm. to one aspect of consumerism culture. But yeah, for my literary uh, review, literature review, I actually talk about consumerism as a whole. So. Mm. <laughs> You know, I've I've got a lot. I've got academics on academics. Can you um, send me some of these readings that you've done? Because <laughs> maybe off the podcast. I also <laughs> I also have a literature review due in December. Okay, but you know plagiarism's a thing. Right? <laughs> I just want the readings. I'm going to do the reading. I just okay, want to know yeah. what you've read. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I can I can I can uh, figure fiddle that out. Fiddle figure. I'm going to plagiarize that. you. Goodness me. You, I've got play. I've actually got 25% plagiarism from a past essay I submitted. Oh really? But the thing is, it, it's not like I know you can't actually submit two things from the same essay twice. Like that's actually mm. not allowed. Yeah. But it was my dissertation proposal, and this is my dissertation right so how is that fair like it's my proposal for my dissertation um <laughs> i need to speak to someone about it because <laughs> all they see is 25 percent and think i'm shit so. <laughs> well, i think it depends because when i've looked at my like turn it in report some of the stuff that's highlighted is like my name but this is actually like paragraphs that were in my proposal oh. or like not paragraphs but the same like paraphrasing of a academic right because i i said i wanted to talk about this in my proposal and i've like spoken about it and then i've said basically the neck on neck the same thing in my literature review or um right anyway i've got a tutorial thing tomorrow so maybe i can figure it out who knows <laughs> <laughs> story for another day yeah well yeah we shall end it here put a pen in it we 
I hope you enjoyed a bit of a different discussion and that maybe now you have some thoughts. Um, we'd love to be thought-provoking. We would maybe one day will be... I wonder if anything we said is controversial. I don't think so, but... I don't think... I think if it I think if it is we've cleared up that we're speaking about it from like and this is from our own experience. Yeah, it's from it's not like I'm saying all women have to go out and buy a razor because it's definitely not what we're saying, but it's just it's just from our perspective of what our preferences, what we've our experiences. And you know, there's no there's no way of there's no way to deny that beauty standards are a thing. Yeah. They are being diminished and changed, but they're still even though they're being changed, yeah, or they're, still, they're still there. Exactly. So we're just t- we're just touching upon it from what we've experienced um, in our daily life or in our lifetime. Um, but obviously, if we have said something out of line, please do call us up on it because we're always here to learn and improve. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening, and we'll hear you next week (laughs) yeah hear you next week roll the outro music (laughs) the recording has (laughs) stopped